My brothers and sisters in Jesus Christ our Lord, it all happened one afternoon or evening. The whole thing, the whole conversation was over the course of one dinner. Speaking of that which brought us to our gospel reading today. It was sad that Luke records that Jesus was invited to a dinner of, in the house of a leading Pharisee. And there with him were other lawyers and other Pharisees. And by what happens at the very start, we get a good understanding that there was also other people besides just the leading Pharisees and lawyers and Jesus. That there was the poor the crippled, the lame, and the blind there. On the periphery of things. I remember when I was a young boy, we had a priest who came down from Alaska, and we had him for dinner, and he was telling the stories about how he would travel around up there by dog sled and plane, and he'd go to a village, and he and the, the village leader would sit and visit, and everyone in the village would come and sit around the outside and listen. They wouldn't speak but they would listen. And I think many of you who were here years ago, our, my predecessor, Father Joseph Stanichar, had the same experience when he was posted up in Alaska. You watch movies of ancient people, and you'll see of ancient stories, and you'll see that same thing happens. And so we find Jesus in this home of a leading Pharisee, together with other leaders of the, of the Jewish community, and Jesus sees a man with dropsy. And Luke records very carefully, he says, that he was there with the leader of, in the Pharisee's house, and he was there with these other people, and they were observing him carefully. Jesus says to the Pharisees, the leaders of the house, those that were gathered there, is it lawful to heal on the Sabbath? Remember, we talked about this several weeks ago. And this time, though, unlike last time, they said nothing. And Jesus healed the man, sent him on his way, and then said, which one of you would not, on the Sabbath, pull your son or an ox out if he fell into a well? And with that... They were silent, Luke records. They were all observing him carefully. While at this same meal, he continues on. When you're at a wedding banquet, do not sit at the highest place of honor. Least someone else also invited would be come up and ask you, to move down so this person of greater honor would have your seat. And you would go down in embarrassment. Rather, take the lowest seat. And then you might be invited up and gain honor. Those who exalt themselves will be humbled, and whoever humbles themselves will be exalted. And they watched him carefully. Jesus would go on. When you have a dinner, don't invite your friends, don't invite your, your, your family, don't invite your rich neighbors, 
because they might invite you back, and thus you've already been repaid. Rather, invite the poor, the maimed, the crippled, the blind, who can't repay you. And you shall be repaid at the resurrection of righteousness. And they observed him carefully. Then in the midst of this, someone from the group, the in-group, the elite group, spoke up in a robust, very eloquent way, blessed is the man who eats bread in the kingdom of God. He must have thought himself already righteous, already saved. Because Jesus, what Jesus follows with, shows contrast to what was the reality. And that's the gospel we heard today. Upon hearing these words from this person, Jesus says, There was a man who gave a great banquet, and when everything was ready, invited them all invited those who had already received an invitation. And we heard today how they began excusing themselves one by one. I've got some land, I've got oxen, I just got married. Consider me excused. The giver of the banquet was angry. He told his servants, go out in the highways and the hedgerows everywhere and press them to come in. I want my house to be filled. And so they went out, and they brought who? The poor, the maimed, the blind. And then he would say, Jesus would say in this story, that the master would say, none of those invited will taste a morsel of my meal. And they watched him carefully. But they were not watching carefully to glean a new way of life, to gain deeper holiness, deeper understanding of the mysteries of God. Because when you read Luke's gospel and you start to get close to this event, you realize everything they were doing was to trap him. If you remember on the story of the Good Samaritan, a lawyer came up and posed the question, who is my neighbor, to test him. Later on, it says that they began to press him for questions and or answers on all kinds of things because they were trying to get something out of him that they could condemn him with, that they could accuse him of. And so they were watching him carefully. But they were so filled with their own sense of self-righteousness, their own sense of saving, they didn't need anyone else to save them. They stood in judgment of the very word of God in the flesh. They did not hear what Jesus was saying when he was telling them, you leaders are supposed to be on the outside of this group. The poor, the maimed, the blind, the crippled are to be in the table, and you should be waiting on them. But you've already judged them, considering them lost anyway, as one leader would say later on. But they weren't the only ones, these leaders, 
that were observing Jesus carefully. Also there were the blind, the lame, the crippled, the poor. And they observed. And they realized that they could not achieve salvation on their own. They couldn't achieve the help they needed on their own. They knew salvation outside of themselves was impossible. And so they gleaned, and they listened, and they changed their hearts. In like manner, the apostles did the same thing. They observed Jesus carefully. These people would humble themselves, and therefore they would be exalted. What about us? Are we observing our Christian life in a form of judgment over others as if we have the right to judge? As if we have some divine right to accuse anybody of anything? We should be spending more time about our own repentance, our own humility. Not thinking that we should be the ones in the center of the room where everyone is watching us but we should be on the periphery of serving them. Because you see, it is not the lawyers and not just the Pharisees that were observing carefully. It was not just the poor, the crippled, the lame, and the blind that were observing carefully. It was not just the apostles and the disciples that were in that room that day that were observing him carefully. Because the reality is, there was one other there that was observing carefully. And he's the one that will come to judge the living and the dead. It is better to humble ourselves and be exalted when he comes than exalt ourselves now and be humbled when he's at our doorstep.